0: Hey everyone, it's Henry, Mike, and Jeff of The Decentralists, and we're going to be speaking with Mike once again. You might recall from our last episode, Mike wasn't in Ukraine. He had been for nine months. He was actually speaking with us in Vancouver, his hometown. That was wonderful, but now he's he's somewhere in Europe, I'm sure, because he's, he's left Canada. He's heading towards Ukraine, but I know he has a number of meetings and uh, several people to see in Europe. So, He's somewhere, but... uh,
1: I believe the phrase we're looking for, Henry, is international man of mystery.
0: Oh, I love that. (laughs) Oh, behave. Uh, That's great. That's rock and roll, baby. (laughs) That's rock and roll, but sensual massage. (laughs) All right, all right. Okay, so he's in Europe somewhere. Anyway, if you had listened to our last podcast, Mike was detailing... Why he went to Ukraine in the first place, and then, based on all the work that you'd done there, you have done there with the uh, Peace Coalition, the fact that the Canadian government has been noticing and summoned you back to Ottawa to advise them on on, on some details, and there might be a plan brewing. But one thing you didn't chat with us about uh, during the last podcast was, you know, who you actually met with and how did it transpire. Those are the kind of details I'd love to hear about, Mike.
2: Yes, um, in the last episode, we were talking about uh, getting a summons, and you know, normally that's not something that you want, right? Because <laughs> it involves some kind of lengthy court proceeding. But yes. this was a summons that that w- I was more than happy to take because it was an invitation to come to Ottawa. Part of it in in kind of appreciation and acknowledgement of the work that we'd been doing over six months, mm-hmm. but also to kind of uh, I get I think you know be there to you know, add some questions, answer some questions or just to continue to work on this thing we've been doing for six months, but at a, at a higher level in a, in a faster level. Yeah. Right. And so like any other organization, right. Government functions the same way. The higher up you go in the tower, you know, towards the boardroom at the top, the faster things get done. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so this is kind of what it's been. It's been a six month project at the, at the, in the bowels of. Uh, you know the accounting department in the basement, and it's moved its way steadily up the tower to the point where the boardroom now wants to see it. And so, you know, I'm I'm the guy that pushes that cart around with all the paper. Yeah, you know, in the office. And so the idea is we get summoned to Ottawa, right? And the and and so um, you know, uh, I get on a plane and I fly to Toronto and then back into Ottawa. And this was, I think, this something like the 16th of May. I was in. Our nation's capital, mm-hmm. where, you know, sadly I haven't spent a lot of time. You've spent more time there, I think, Henry. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it was uh, a couple of days of, of meetings on Parliament Hill. It was crazy. You know, I I, uh, I went and bought myself a suit because I clearly didn't take one when I was going to Ukraine for two weeks. <laughs> I guess
1: not. I was like,
2: I'm going to be here for two weeks in August. I don't need a suit. So I had to go and buy myself a suit And because uh, you got to be proper. And, um, you know, went to Ottawa to to... With a you know a bunch of arranged meetings that um, Ryan Turnbull MP Turnbull who we've been working with from the Social Innovation Caucus and Senator Omidvar had set up to just kind of uh, I guess maybe locally socialize not over Zoom with everybody mm-hmm. uh, you know it's like to put a you know a, a real face to a name type of thing or to a, I guess, an image. And so, you know, we, we, uh, you know, I go to Ottawa and, um, you know, it started off on a, on a Tuesday morning where the very, for the very first time I actually met, uh, Ryan Turnbull, um, never met him real. Um, and so met Ryan and we shook hands furiously running through some building, you know, lobby to go up to some room for a meeting. Right. Um, and then after that, something very, very, one of the coolest things, I'm going to say the second coolest thing, Henry, that happened in Ottawa mm-hmm. is um, I was asked the Senate, the Senator Omidvar had arranged for, for the peace coalition and for me as a representative of the group to be acknowledged in the Senate. Wow. And and I'm like, what really? And they said, they said, yeah. And I said, what does that involve? And so, you know, for those of you that don't know, so the, the, the Canadian government sits on this, Piece of land in these three old, you know, kind of Westminster-style-looking buildings called Parliament Hill, mm-hmm. and they're all under renovation. So the main building with the with the clock tower and everything is under like a fifteen-year renovation or something. Yeah, well, and I so this thing's s-
0: like one hundred and fifty years old. Yes, right?
2: totally, totally. So it's basically time. And so what they did a few years ago is they took the old train station, which is which is across from the Chateau Laurier Hotel, mm-hmm. and turned it into the Senate. Ah. Uh. And so that's where the Senate is now. So I go walk, wandering down to the sen- to the Senate, and I meet uh, Senator Omidvar for the second time because I'd met her once. I was uh, in in uh, in London, and her two aides, um, uh, Paul and Stephanie, and Paul and Stephanie had never met them in person. And we they took me upstairs to the Speaker's Gallery. So you know, uh, to the gallery, right? So basically, you have the the parliamentarians. They sit in these benches, right, two by side by side, and they're kind of like facing each other. And in a big, you know, I mean, it's like a lecture hall almost, but they're like facing each other very kind of, uh, you know, confrontational, shall we say?
0: Yeah. But it's all old school, beautiful old wood uh, and and everything. It's totally,
2: they moved the entire actual old 150 year old Senate seats and everything into this place. Okay. Okay. So you sit up top in the viewing gallery. So the whole top of it is like, you're kind of sitting upstairs looking down on all these politicians. Right. And so I get sitting up there, and they sit me on the opposite side of the liberal, or well, I, I want to say liberal, the independent senators, yeah, where your people that you know are, where you your people that you know are. So I sit on the opposite side, and I can see uh, Senator Omidvar and it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, an auspicious day for the Senate because it is the first day of the new Speaker mm. of the Senate. And so, you know, the new speaker comes in and there's all of this extra pomp and circumstance and swearing in and congratulations and all of this type of stuff. It was very cool. And then all of a sudden the senator gets, the, the, the speaker gets up and says, I would like basically something along the lines of, I would like to call on the members of the Senate to please um, acknowledge um, someone in our viewing audience, in our viewing you know, uh, gallery today. Mm -hmm. And uh, Michael Cholid has been working with Senator Omidvar and his group the peace coalition on some innovative solutions for, you know, the rebuilding of recovery of Ukraine and yada, yada, yada. And I would like you all to acknowledge the contributions of these significant Canadians. And it was incredible. I got to stand up. Right on. And all of the senators, all of them, had to stand up and turn and applaud. It was really special. Like, it was very, one of those things, like when I say, you know, like, henry that it was one of the best kind of three days of my professional career i mean how to be- much better does that get hey eh? sure sure <laughs> great right and so you know it's all this you get they you stand up it's, you know 20 seconds clap 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 you sit down and and then you get written into what's called the hansard oh yeah and i'm like what is that and apparently it's some old you know term that basically means like the the record the written record so everything that's said is written down somewhere. Now it's probably just recorded. And that means that you're, you know, that that thing, the Senate has acknowledged the peace coalition and, uh, and me. That's pretty cool.
0: That is impressive. Congratulations.
2: Thank you very much. But uh, you know, it gets better (laughs) because I said, Henry, that was the second. That's right. um, That's right. It was the second uh, coolest thing that happened. So um, the next day, I am on Parliament Hill with MP Turnbull and he has said that he has arranged me tickets for question period.
0: Oh, so every yeah.
2: Wednesday they every Wednesday actually sometimes every day they say but usually for sure every Wednesday there's question period where everybody attends. Okay? So like if you if you're, you know, Pierre and you want to square off against Trudeau you want to do it on a Wednesday. Yes. And so they got me tickets for the Wednesday show, he calls it, right? And uh and so I go over to the parliament, you basically check everything, right? You can't even you can't even you can't even carry like a piece of paper or a business card in your pocket. Check everything in, and I go up to the gallery. Just like and it's just like the Senate, and it's not in the parliament buildings, it's in the West Block, it's called, which was renovated earlier. And the courtyard in the middle has been turned into the parliament buildings. And so or to this House of Commons, shall we say. And so this is where the MPs sit, right? And so I, I get led upstairs and like the, like the, uh, Senate, you have one side is basically the liberal MPs and the other side is, is kind of the opposition. So the conservatives, the NDP and the green. Mm-hmm. So I sit on the, on top of basically, uh, Pierre Polyev and I look over at, uh, Ryan Turnbull who's the guy that uh that we're working with and you know you do the wave and da 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 da, da. and then the, they go through and they have you know kind of introductions they do all this stuff and they kind of start the question period people are razzing each other and all what the, what you kind of see on c on c-span or CPAC or whatever it is right yes and and then all of a sudden i hear this and the honorable member from whitby and and i look over and ryan gets up he says you know Russia's been committing atrocities in Ukraine now for over a year. And, you know, he's calling out a lot of what's been happening, right? I mean, it's all the truth. Yes. And, and, you know, this is ca- causing, uh, you know, unprecedented amounts of damage. And who's going to pay the bill? and uh you know i would like to call on the members of the house of parliament to acknowledge an exceptional canadian and an exceptional canadian organization the peace coalition and michael challenge for their hard work with with uh you know we've been working with them now for over six months on on an innovative and exciting solution to refinance the rebuilding of ukraine and to um ensure that russia is on the hook blah 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 and all those guys now get up. Yeah. I stand up. I didn't expect this at all. Yeah. I was just invited for question period. Ah. I stand up. All of those guys have to get up and applaud me and the peace coalition. It was
0: crazy. That mike, that that's that is amazing because I I mean I see the 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 Canadian Parliament and all the members of Parliament debating on the news every night. Totally. In fact, I actually have that moment where you're uh, introduced. And acknowledged, um, uh, recorded on my PVR. Thank you, Henry. because you know we have that the Canadian Parliamentary Channel. No one ever watches. Point is, um, I haven't, and it and it, it is. You know what? I, what struck me was was just how sincere Ryan was. I mean, wow, it, it was powerful. Well, you know, I'll I'll tell you, Henry. I mean, I've met well.
2: Everybody that I met in Ottawa, I'll just interject this now because it's it, you know it, it it's uh, it's topical. Everybody that I met, and I and I'm I'm saying this, I'm not you know I'm not any I'm not identifying myself as any political stripe or any of this kind of stuff because I'm kind of apolitical, right? But um, these people that I met were the nicest people that I th- that you could ever meet. Yeah, You know, and, and the fact that as a Canadian, right, as a Canadian taxpayer and somebody who relies on my government mm-hmm. to provide services and take care of me and do things like this, knowing that the people that I met were at the helm in doing their particular jobs or whatever made me feel good. Cause they were really nice people. Wow. Okay. So then Ryan says, so I'm like, oh my God, this is awesome. And then he says, okay, when you, when the question period is done, come down, I'll meet you. Uh, and I want to take you to meet some of the ministers. And I'm like, oh, that'd be great. And so I come down the stairs, he comes down the other stairs, we meet in the bottom and he goes, okay, let's go in here. And he takes me in this room and it's like a Tim Hortons and an airport lounge. (laughs) What? Yeah. It's like a Tim Hortons and an airport lounge. So you go through the doors and it's like, you know, or it's an airport lounge because it's kind of a narrow, thin room and it's got these, you know, kind of small, like chairs, groups of clusters of chairs around little tables. Yeah, Right. So it's like an airport. Steep's uh, lounge, but it's Tim Hortons because it's got tureens of soup and donuts and like coffee and stuff.
1: I don't think there's anything more Canadian than that. If you describe what's in the, you know, totally in the house of commons.
2: This is exactly it. This is also in every curling rink. <laughs> and so you go in there and, they, and it's basically this, this Tim Hortons airport lounge <laughs> is, is basically this long narrow room where there's two, two sets of doors on the right-hand side of the wall that lead up a flight of stairs that lead to the green benches that they sit on. Yeah. So the idea is this is what's called the caucus lounge. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so Ryan takes me in here, rolls rolls me through a whole bunch of people and says, oh, hey, and I turn this corner and he goes, Michael, I'd like you to meet Deputy Prime Minister Christopher Freeland. Wow. She's like right there and she's a tiny little thing.
1: Again, for those who are international listeners, uh, most people would say that if and when Justin Trudeau, our prime minister, um, decides that he might end on a high note and and retire and move on to corporate boards and things. Um, she is kind of the prime minister in waiting in Canada. Most people would, would consider that to be the case.
0: I would think. Absolutely. And she's, she's a brilliant woman. Yep. And she's essentially second in command of the government.
2: Right. She's the finance minister and the deputy prime minister. And she speaks Ukrainian with yeah. her family at home and all this other good stuff. Right, right, and she's been a the big time, the biggest champion, visible kind of, let's say, Canadian government attack dog. Yeah, on the sanctions in Russia and Ukraine and all this.
1: I think she's also not that any Canadians want to go to Russia, but I think Putin has made a special, special effort at banning her and saying she can never go to Russia.
0: Oh yeah, there's a, as far as she Putin's concerned, yeah. she is not welcome.
1: <laughs> I'd kind of like to get on
0: that list. Uh, you probably are, Mike. Oh, geez. Well, I might might be after this.
2: Thanks, Henry. Thanks, Jeff. Now I'm on the list. <laughs> but, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, you, you just turn the corner and you see this per- this this person that you see all the time on TV. Yeah. And it's a real human.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And
2: so what I had is I had these really cool presents. So essentially two weeks before I leave Ukraine. I find out that I basically know the Ukrainian Banksy, okay? And there's this artist that's been putting up kind of anti-war posters, right? Uh, bring bring the boys home alive, da-da-da-da-da, and pa- pa- pastoring them all over Kiev in the middle of the night. And they're powerful, I understand, just like Banksy. Basically, very simple, black and white photography, right? And he, get, he, just, he puts them together out of A4s and puts up these huge posters all over the place in the middle of the night. I find out it's 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 my friend Yura that I've known since like for at least 7 months in Ukraine. Jeez. And I'm like you got to be kidding me. He's like oh yeah man. Really? Oh, I'm like I said so Yura can you make these up as posters? He's like I've never done that. And I said well could you make up some A1. So an A1 is like a you know square meter type of thing. And he goes and and he, he goes and runs up for the first time he runs up uh, Ukrainian resistance posters, 6 of them. Yeah. Autographs them and writes a personal message on the back of them for the the kind of the mainline ministers that have been involved in this process and Trudeau and f- one for Justin Trudeau one for Chrystia Freeland one for Melanie Jolie one for David Lametti who's the justice minister and
0: one for the senator one for Ryan you know that is that is so incredible Mike because I can remember. Being in touch with you weeks ago and you're you're pounding your head, you're lamenting, what am I gonna bring? A little token of Ukrainian, what am I gonna a little gift? And and you didn't know what you were gonna do. And then this
2: this happens totally. And so it's a great opportunity for for Jura, for his art, for you know what I mean? Like you've just been, you know, you get to give a present to the to a prime minister. Yeah. And it's a it's a wonderful kind of um, you know, it's a perfect gift because it, it 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 exemplifies the Ukrainian spirit in this war. Doesn't it though? And so I give her this poster. It says Ukrainian resistance. It's got this great, you know, it's got a silhouette of two guys, one guy, two soldiers, you know, one of them carrying a javelin or one of these things, um, surface-to-air missile. And, um, you know, it's been autographed and she's like, oh, this is great. I'm going to put this up on my wall and use it as my backdrop if I ever have a call with Russia or something like that, right? It's, (laughs) It's all funny. And then I also have a Matonka doll. And so a Matonka doll is I was given this by a friend of mine before. I left, and I was, it was she said, give this to the Prime Minister, the Deputy Prime Minister, if you meet her, because she's Ukrainian, she'll understand. And so it's a little kind of a you know, woolen little puppety kind of doll. It's about the size of your thumb. Mm -hmm. And it's a it's got a little bag in its hands that are holds that hold four grains of wheat from Ukraine. Wow. And so what you do is you carry this. It's a it's a it's a little good luck charm for travelers. You carry this with you and it'll keep you safe until you are able to return to Ukraine and plant those grains in Ukrainian soil. Incredible, right? And so, you know, got an opportunity to, 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 to chat a little bit with the deputy prime minister and, and to give her a couple of, of, of gifts that were heartfelt from Ukrainians. And then Ryan grabs me and goes, oh, I want you to meet David. And he takes me, you know, two feet away. And there's David Lamedy, who's the justice minister and who's been working on the kind of the Canadian kind of legal approach, right? So working with the international court of justice and the international criminal court and the world trade organization and all these groups, they're basically behind the scenes. They've just been prepping. Wow. They've been preparing since basically the invasion, right? You think everybody's just like doing their thing until they're called upon. No, no, no. The Canadian Justice Department, as long as I'm, I'm sure other ones, right? Like the Americans, the EU, whatever, have been basically working together in any jurisdiction that they think they're going to have to confront Russia. In. Yeah. Crazy. Wow. And give him a poster, and it's all awesome, and da 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 da. And then I meet like a couple of other ministers, and and just you know basically sit around eating donuts and drinking coffee in in basically the locker room of the government of Canada. <laughs> right,
0: it's like the locker room. It's basically what it is. That's probably where all the real work gets done, right?
1: Well, totally. I think it's also worth noting that, right, you see Question Period and everyone's shouting and jeering and, you know, a- acting for the cameras. But then, you know, then they all go to the airport lounge for soup and donuts and, you know, get down to the business of of, of running the country. Totally. And, 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 and I think that's, you know, because they do work day to day with each other on committees and everything else. And, and so, yeah, that's good to hear.
0: But yeah, they probably act more human. The other thing
2: is... You'd be, you know, and I think something we don't see, right? You have no idea how hard these people work. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like literally they're, they're, you know, like Ryan and the Senator were always running between things. (laughs) And so like, they'll get up in the morning and they'll go, they'll get up in the morning. The first thing they get is some email from like the whip or from the speaker or from whatever with the seating schedule for the day. And usually the minimum is midnight. Oh man. Right. Right. Which means they need to be prepared to have people in that chamber to debate things until midnight. And then that starts again the next day. Oh, and then, by the way, you got to somehow find a way to go home And see your family. On the weekend, maybe, if you're lucky, and see your family. Oh, but not just that, but also go out and do constituency stuff.
0: Yes.
2: Right? Meet the people who elected you. Meet the people who elected you. Okay. And so, you know, again, right. The, the, the the fact that this is, that this is, um, this is happening, uh, is incredible. Yeah. So one of the meetings we had was a breakfast meeting with the social innovation caucus. And one of the members was there, had to leave early. Okay. He's like, this is great. Blah, blah, blah. Any stuff you need from my office, please let me know. Mm. And then he left and one of his staffers stayed there and she was a young, a young, a Ukrainian woman. She put her hand up and Ryan says, oh, yes, you have a question. She's like, well, I I just want to let you know that I am a refugee from Ukraine and I am in Canada and I'm so thankful to be here and I'm working with, you know, the Minister Souza's office. I'm one of his assistants. And I just want you to know that my people are worth it. Wow. She said, I just want you to know that my people are worth it. And that, as a Ukrainian sitting in this room, knowing that the government of Canada at this high level, that you find people and you're such incredibly great people are actually working on such an incredible solution to help the Ukrainian people. And she starts like crying. Oh my goodness. And everybody in the room is literally crying. Oh. And so it was just, you know, it was one of these things where like, you know, I've said it before, right? This is a, there's a special bond between the Ukrainians and the Canadians, but this was just like one of these serendipitous things that just happened to be another, not just a, not just somebody supportive of Ukraine and the reparations and recovery, but an actual Ukrainian who had fled from this war and was actually seeing that there was real stuff happening at the highest levels in the hallowed halls to actually help her country. And and the fact that she just, you know, she said, our people are worth it. And it was like, oh, my God, everybody was just like bawling their brains out. I mean, I'm crying right
0: now, for God's sakes. Wow. That is amazing, Mike. It was amazing. Incredible. And
2: so, you know, and this was just there. So this is a snapshot of basically, you know, going from, you know, literally, Henry, six months in one case, a year in another, working with these good people uh, on something and just plodding it along and along and along. And then all of a sudden, boom. Mm-hmm. Right? It just mm-hmm. becomes urgent. And now the dam has been blown. And they've just added another $100 billion or whatever to the bill yeah. to rebuild this country. Right? Yeah. And now you're seeing it pick. And now you've got, you know, summons to Ottawa, meetings with ministers in the Tim Hortons. Right, you know all of this stuff happening, and it's moving quickly, so there's you know to the Ukrainian people that are listening to this, hold on not much longer. something's gonna happen fantastic and to you know to the Canadians out there and to everybody else out there who thinks that they are that that enough money's been spent on ukraine no more no more of your money's going to be spent on rebuilding this country- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right that's the idea. Let's face it, we owe these folks for for you know, defending basically, uh, peace (laughs) in Europe and in the Western world. Uh, so, you know, it's, um, defending democracy, defending democracy, boys. It's, it's a, it's a really, it is, it is when I sit back and think about how far we've all come together over this last two years, it is just incredible and the stuff we're working on, it makes me incredibly happy and incredibly proud. Uh, and humbled to be part of this this whole process now and i can't wait to see where it goes next
1: we sure are
0: we're all proud of you michael thank you when are you guys coming to keeve yeah Yeah, we'll get there no worries but michael thank you for for sharing this uh because man those details are, are are really really exciting more to come great all the best and we will catch up with you again soon thanks mike thank you henry bye thank you jeffy